Welcome to Expressions, the podcast. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in again this week. Uh, this week, we have an awesome guest, the one and only Brendan Caulfield is back. <laughs> Hold on. Honey. <laughs> you guys just chat. I'm going to mute. Oh, that was a cute phone call. I am leaving that oh, in. <laughs> I thought you had some like intro music that played, and I no I was man, that like... was that that should be the intro music. We should work on that. But anyway, uh, Brendan is back. He was on our first very our very very first episode, and uh, there's been so much that's happened in the past two years since. Too much. He's so much, dude. <laughs> uh, your look is different. Your your whole place in life is different. Um, you've had big life altering things go on in your in your personal life and maybe in your professional life. We'll talk about that. But I just think it's so important to have you back on the show because of how much you mean to us and how much you mean wow. to our show. Being our first guest, um, being involved in the foundation that you the way you helped out in the foundation, which we're not going to do this time. You're not doing that this time. <laughs> you were too generous the last time to the Henry's Foundation. Um, so thank you for that again. But, no worries. It was a cool thing. Yeah, it was a really cool thing. But before we get into all the meat and potatoes, I always make Sean pop on that one. <laughs> uh, before we get to that, I just want to say a quick hi to uh, Mark, Sean, and Aurora. But Mark isn't able to right now, so we'll go start with Sean. How are you doing this week, bud? Uh, tell us if you've had any kind of interesting stories that have happened to you, possibly. Funny you <laughs> should mention that, because this past weekend, uh, Sean almost got arrested at a car meet. Oh, I wanted to have the soundtrack from Pump Up the Volume where he's in jail, Ma. He's in jail. I wanted to pump that. Pump that. Sorry. I was, I was kind of hoping it was going to be a different feeling. Like I could, I could go on a date with a girl and be like, hey, I'm hard as nails because I went to jail. But I'm glad I didn't go to jail and I'm happy. Hey, Sean, in full home. defense, though. In full defense, Sean, you can keep half that sentence. Just I not can't. as nails. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it's on a date situation you presented. There you go. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, apparently I was driving with suspended license and I didn't know that. Uh, How did you not know that? I didn't get a, any like, you know, letter or statement in the mail. No, or you whatever. didn't read a letter. It's not that you didn't get it. You didn't read it. <laughs> oh, either one or the other, but <laughs> I, hey, I, I, once, I can't read. So <laughs> I once got pulled over uh, driving back from Chicago and they gave me a DUI test and I, I was all fine on it. But uh, I didn't know up until that moment if my license was suspended because I got my G2 to my G and I was on the demerit point interview. And they're like, if you don't make it by here, your license will be suspended. But then I got the G, which gave me like four more point wiggle room. So I was for 10 months going, I don't know if it's suspended, but I did know the threat was made. Oh, boy. So you did not read the letter. <laughs> well i'm glad it turned out as well as it did you're not in jail and i still have my car which is good so uh i didn't lose lucille uh i'm not in prison and uh i got away with a 65 dollars loitering ticket as opposed to a 300 ticket for stickers on my windshield and a thousand dollars plus fine for driving with a suspended license plus you know impound fees and all that other stuff so, so the cop um, let me off really good lesson learned is be very nice to police officers when they pull you over and, yes. and read and read your mail 
Yeah, uh, that's a big lesson. <laughs> Read your mail. Big lesson here. Bad hey, boys, bad boys. Started, you said beg for forgiveness, not just be nice. It was begging. <laughs> I, begging. I, I groveled slightly. There may have been a dozen donuts that changed hands. <laughs> Is that what the kids call it nowadays? <laughs> awesome. Uh, Aurora, how about you, man? I hope you've had a much better time than, than poor Sean, the jailbird. Yeah, oh my goodness. I can't imagine how you've been feeling. I mean, obviously it all worked out, but that's a very scary thing to have. Sean it's and Dominic fun. Mysterio. I mean, you guys are hanging out now. <laughs> Dominic it's, is a thug. He was in jail for five minutes. Anyway, it's, it's a storyline like in a, wrestling. It's like a seriously stressful situation, but like as long as I have the correct amount of money to reinstate my license, Sean is cruising. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> That's a win. Until he renews his license, though, it's figuratively cruising. Well, <laughs> one thing I do know is Sean's already told me he's not going to be driving his car until he gets that all straightened out. Yeah. So well, he's, 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 it's he, a bit he of a risk from the cop and he's going to show it back, which is really good. That is good. That is good. At least that's what she said in our texts. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> And not to quote Scarface, but the only thing I have in this world is my word and my balls. I don't break them for nobody. I don't trust anyone saying they're honest holding a vape. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. All, right. all right, so that's all we have for this evening. <laughs> I'll take yeah. it. I'll take it. <laughs> Sorry, Aurora. We kind of cut away from you. That's okay. That's okay. Um, I've been doing okay. Um, uh, work was very, I guess busy for me on the like Saturday and Sunday working on like a report that I have to work on um and I had a little bit of a emotional night <laughs> um but I don't want to dig into that too much so that really took out a lot for me so today I've just been kind of like chilling relaxing good trying to like recoup and Mental recharge myself um I went to the doctor earlier today get some like routine stuff done and checked up on so it feels good to like you know just take care of myself a little bit so well yeah. i will say i love seeing your updates whenever you post stuff on instagram and facebook oh, like thank i see you. yours and i'm like oh yeah and then i got to admit mark every time you post something i go to the profile and i go who is this person oh yeah it's mark never mind it's <laughs> either a good thing or a bad thing I want it to be a thing hey, we've got the npc conversation that we could possibly get into about that yeah. so. yeah, true. in I fact that was... we got an 11 year old kid stabbed yes yeah. i was just yeah. okay that. Yeah. yeah i want to talk about that we're gonna get into that That's i'm making a note yeah. all, right, all right but before we do mark how have you been then I'm doing well, actually. I apologize. I had to take that call. Um, you know, a little bit of a, a, a last-minute thing, but that was um, my bed and breakfast calling me back for this coming weekend um, that they're going to have no power on Sunday. Um, but that's okay because this is where Brian looks shocked. It's my mother-in-law's house, so I have no problem um, having no power while I'm there. So um, we're, we're, we're coming down to Southern Ontario for a flying run. 
don't get too excited. I've literally got a day and then we're heading back. So we're, we're going to a concert at Casino Rama on Saturday night. Uh, so it's complete, complete eighties fest. It's warrant quiet riot and helix. So that's going to be an awesome show. And we're second row floors. I am super stoked and super excited. Um, and we spent uh, the hour and a half before the show started uh, arranging uh, to stay at my mother-in-law's house. And then of course my dad is going to come for dinner on the Sunday night. And, uh, Probably the most thing I'm excited about other than the concert is we get to go to Costco. <laughs> I miss Costco. <laughs> so yeah, so we're, we're going to do that, but that's, uh, that's awesome. So that's our, our weekend next weekend, um, uh, which will be by the time this airs, we'll be back and, uh, be half deaf from the concert, but that's, uh, that's yeah. awesome. And then, uh, the I, of our show is always weird. Yeah, it is a little weird, but uh, my, my most exciting news is uh, I had like a private listening party, me and my dog on the couch, the CD player going with, I, I got to say, Metallica's new CD dropped on uh, on Friday, 72 seasons. It's amazing. I'm a, I, I think I've worn out the CD already. It's, uh, wow. yeah, the, do the dogs and I have been listening to it almost nonstop since Friday. So, yeah. <laughs> then I yeah, should so, check it out. I wasn't going to yeah. bother. Yeah, it's pretty good. Hey, we lost Aurora. Hey, where'd she go? Wait, wait, Aurora. Oh, oh. Where'd you go? Yeah, she'll be back. She'll figure it out. She's over. Okay. Anyways, yeah. Good. Well, I'm glad that we heard from Aurora because, oh, wait, here she is. She's back. Bing. She's back. She goes. She's back. So Welcome anyways, back. As, as I was saying, anyway. that's how they put the caramel in the caramel bar. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure you did that on the first time that Brendan was on the show. <laughs> I, might, I might have, yeah. It's, it's like the only joke I have, so I, I yeah. stick with it. Yeah. All right. Well, as for me, um, the only thing that I could really say is uh, I forgot what I was going to say, so it doesn't really matter anyway. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Shooting a lot of wrestling. We had Barry Wrestling the other day, another sellout show. Um, it's it's pretty amazing to see any group of people that work hard towards something and consistently try and do it um, month after month after month, and then it grows a little bit at a time. And then you get people like Brendan who come along and really give it like the the efforts and the the work that you've done your storylines with uh ben with uh you know van landon and all these other things that you've been doing the fans love it absolutely love it and that's what keeps people coming back so it's really cool to see uh barry wrestling doing so well and it's a big part to brendan absolutely for sure and i'm not just blowing smoke you know it um but I beyond that, that the has got rearranged yes it was a completely different layout and i like it yeah, because there's a lot more people sitting where they yeah. where you guys walk in. So there's going to be a lot more interaction with fans as you're walking to the ring. Um, and that's better for photos. I've been trying to get Sean to do that for a long time because, I mean, no offense, but who do you get that sits there? It's it's, uh, <laughs> it's the same crew, right? Let's just say it's the same crew of people all the yeah. time. Okay, I'll leave it at that. Well, it's also, it's weirdly placed so people don't know if they can sit there. Now you can definitely tell. So that's pretty cool. And <laughs> there's been talk about even moving it further. So we'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, it's fun, but forget about that. Forget about us. It's not about us tonight. It's about you, sir. It's about having you back on the show. Our very first guest that we ever had and, um, just showing you a little love, letting you know that we, we absolutely appreciated you coming on our show and you know me, I appreciate everything <laughs> that you do. Uh, so let's get into it a little bit. You ready for that? Yeah, I'm a, I'm in a weird phase of my life right now. So it's you are be an interesting chat and that's well, I why I wanted you on. Fortunately, we like weird uh, expressions. So, 
Yeah, we so, do indeed. You don't want the links and the photos and videos I'll send you. <laughs> <laughs> How do you? Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Um, <laughs> but you've done some pretty big things. Like, for example, you had your own wrestling event. Oh, God. Technically, second show I ran. Okay. Well, I mean, this is the first show that I was involved in. And you yeah. hired me to come and do the photography for it. And I uh, made some shots and excellent matches some some interesting matches but you had a great approach to it it was basically all based around the training that you've done and that's another thing i want to talk about is some of the training that you do but you had some guys I, let, uh, let me rephrase the training in this case because this was a, a different kind of storyline let's just let i'm going to throw it to you explain to you explain to us the whole background of these matches that i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about well, I, I don't fully know what you're talking about. I know I had to wrestle four the people, people that night. Yeah, uh, yeah. Th it wasn't so much a storyline. It's one of the worst mistakes I've made in my life. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, uh, dude. It took years off my life. Oh. Uh, I I thought it'd be fun. I had a contest for something I was giving away on the Patreon. And then I was like, everyone just cut a wrestling promo, which is like the old typical Paul Kogan, I'm coming for you, brother that sort of things. And someone won that. And I'm like, Oh, it'd be fun if we did this over the course of 12 months and the winners get a chance to be trained by me to have an actual match. And when you judge someone on their creativity and you're judging off of entertainment value, a lot of people are very sensitive when it comes to creative endeavors. So it came down to whatever. And it's one of the moments in my life now that I can see that I've given receipts of being nicer than I needed to be. Sometimes at a cost of my own effort and energy, but I ended up having, and I would put that show as I ran it as a, um, as an obligation instead of an opportunity. And I feel like whenever you do anything in life, there should be the opportunity, not the obligation to have to do something because you're probably going to be miserable, but at least mm. I, and I put my trust, and it's one of the recent times of getting heartbroken into people that said they wanted to do something, and it's just like being stood up. But I'm still one of the people that's like, I did it, though, and I don't care. I'm never going to say, oh, one day when I do do this. I'm like, oh, I've done it. It's all good. And I'm also mm -hmm. too busy to do it and realizing the bandwidth issues. Yeah. Okay, so... I'm going to try and digest that here for a second. Yeah. So I've, the, the, I'm there as a photographer. I'm shooting an yeah. event. There's fans, there's people, and I don't know the behind the scenes stuff. And you know me when I shoot, I don't, I, I'm not kind of going in the back room and hanging out with everybody. It's just, it's, I, I don't know. I, I see that as a professional thing. You guys are wrestlers. You have your space. I have to give you your space. Do you know what I mean? <coughs> that's just, I understand. That's, just, that's just my thing. Yeah. Um, but I don't know the backstory. I didn't know any of this. I didn't know. No, that no, it was... no. I, it was a promo. Con I say in retrospect, it took years off my life because people caused me headaches. But like there are people that lived out a dream then that there's like Pizza Man, Brian Watson. There's Gimpy, Jason Mitchell, Uncle Bobby B. And like they got to have that moment. And I said it in the pre-show meeting. It's like an adult make a wish. So uh, I'm happy with what I've done. Yeah, that's Gimpy right there. He's a very interesting fellow. His legs are too small for his body. <laughs> so I, I hope these are progressing here for you. Yeah, he didn't expect that he covered up. So I was like, no, I, I was about to swear I stopped and I just lit him up. Oh, 
Well, I mean, these guys asked to be in the ring. They knew what they were getting into. Yeah, that's Uncle Bobby B right there. That started as a Russian gimmick, and then the war happened, so he switched it to a Ukrainian possible soldier. <laughs> well, he got a good kick in on you. He got a few. Nice. He kicked me in the chin during training, though, so I was like, you're not allowed to kick me in the face. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was real. He didn't know that was coming. I think I knocked him out with a kick to the head, actually, ironically enough. Oh, my. Well, yeah. you know, get back. That's Hilda Delish. Also the cameraman back there, Travis Howie. Yep. Nathan Savage, sorry, kayfabe. <laughs> so yeah, this is Brian Cannon. Uh, their gimmick was a drag queen. Right. And now, uh, I, I, just, I don't need to go into all the photos. I'm actually going to stop the screen share. But it's yeah. it's not not because of you know nobody needs to see it, but just because that's not the point of the conversation. The point of the conversation is uh, it was stressful for you, and this is because you had people who were not wrestlers who had ambitions to be wrestlers or at least to have a match. Some and... had ambitions, some had delusions. There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> really good point. Uh, but I'm glad you did it, and I think it gave them a lot of pride. I hope it did yeah. at least. Um, and it was a fun show, and I got to meet the guys from yeah. Dynasty, which I'd never met before. Um, and what I tried to do on that show, and I, I know I, the mission was accomplished, so I could talk about it because I didn't want to use it as a selling point, was I tried to make the roster very diverse. And I think it was Jeremy Prophet was talking to someone else in Black Quebecois and went, oh, yeah, I know that black dude. Well, the other black, oh, my God, there's so many black dudes here. I was like, yeah, I just wanted diversity. And Malcolm Monroe, uh, the third, was in the the gauntlet he's from detroit i just got to book my my buddies that's awesome that's awesome that's, that's why like thing. i don't have regrets on the show it's it's the okay learning and there's so many and i will there's little moments once again of talking about the receipts of i'm not the person that will say i got this person there but i'll notice where the connections were made and I happen to be that connection. I'm like, cool. I'm not going to take credit, but I'm going, yay, my friend is making, I literally just got Vertigo a filming gig where he's making like a good chunk of money last week. Nice. And it's just like little things where you can help people out without even directly like a donation helping them. And that's the way it should be though. I mean, that's yeah, the way it yeah. should be. We have respect yeah. for each other and, and and you see somebody do good work. That's the person that you should refer. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm glad yeah, that Vertigo got something good. Because we, awesome. we, we had Vertigo on the show, and he talked yeah. about those were his ambitions, right? So that's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Well, good good for you for helping out. That's awesome. Well, he, he just had like two and a half surgeries back to back. He had a rough winter. Yeah, especially when you're used to traveling, going to Europe, and working all the time. And or when you're arrested. cut open that many times. And that. Whole separate yeah. issue. There's the making the money and then the whole – Mental stress and the being appendix and then hernia. He's the oldest young man I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, earlier, you mentioned the Patreon, Patreon, yeah. whatever I would pronounce it. How's that going for you? It's going all right. There's steady. I, uh, there was something that came out like last fall, winter, where it was uh, a lot of people are still feeling some entitlement from some perks that happened during the pandemic that now they have to like readjust to some things and i realized like how much time and energy i had available the first year of the pandemic i don't have that now and it's like if you're expecting so much more i am just one person and to be honest i did 
offer more than I was able to keep up with. And then mm-hmm. life events even happen that catching up slightly, but then just seeing like the support being there's one dude on my Patreon since the first month. He's his name's Peter. He's never said a word to me. He hasn't messaged me. And I don't know why. I don't know if he listens to anything, but like I joke that he's my favorite Patreon uh, member just because he's there, but not. <laughs> It, it's amazing. Maybe uh, I don't want to say it. I was going to say maybe he died. <laughs> maybe no, <he> just... <laughs> I don't think the credit card still goes. My dad. Well, did. well maybe, horrible. maybe, maybe though he's one of those guys that just likes to uh, digest content and and doesn't yeah. say anything. I, I mean, I, I do that. I've got a TikTok account, and I literally, I I watch mechanics and chefs and photographers and uh, Brian. Uh, on TikTok, <laughs> um, and and I don't say anything. I'll I'll throw a heart on it, whatever. I don't have any videos of my own. I just I'm there. I'm a lurker, right? And but the thing I is, like also TikTok is free. The Patreon, there's a membership. That's why I'm like, do you? Am I giving you your value? Which the him not unsubscribing means I'm giving him his value. But I'm just anxious in my head. I'm like, what else can I do? Yeah, yeah. Well, just keep doing what you do. I mean, you post things all the time, and you're you're stories are so interesting there's i mean most of the time you know i comment and like and whatever um i think they hit home and they're very matter of fact and logic logically thought out i think all Mm -hmm. the things that you post they all have some sort of whether it's a cute cat pic or a video about cute cats and funny dogs which makes people happy or whether it's you know something you're working on that's positive Mm -hmm. they're all positive things that you're you're bringing out and that's so important because you haven't had it easy so yeah, here's my question to you. I know you've been through some shit. I don't know all of it. You know I don't know all of it, but I know what I know. And like uh-huh. your father and other, you know, just that was hard. I know that yeah. alone. Um, how do you stay motivated enough and how do you stay positive enough to keep on putting out positivity and not just saying, you know, fuck the world. You're all just a bunch of bitches because I feel that <laughs> way. I feel that way. Aurora hears it all the time. <laughs> I, uh, I've tried to use like courage instead of balls and cowards instead of pussy in my like average my everyday words. And it is the fact of like I think there's a little bit of delusional optimism that like stuff will work out, but it is the what can I make work out versus what I have no control over. And then it is like everything I post about like Cause it all just comes down to shit happens, keep going forward. And it's different ways of saying it. And it comes from, I'm not talking to anyone else, but myself. And I believe as like, you should be the first, you should be a fan of the thing that you're doing. So that you can be honest about the critiques and you can have the enjoyment of doing it. And, um, uh, with just like all of my stuff, I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to my Facebook memory a year from now. I'm just talking to that, that, if it helps me, I'm sure it helps other people and people do reach out for it. And then it's just the fact of it. I do it because I see so much and I don't want to do like a positive or negative. Cause I've also been moving away from like good and evil. And it is the fact of so many people just get engagements off of posting like what went wrong or just reacting in general. There's something you see just because you see ambulance lights doesn't mean there's a dead body in there could be someone giving birth could be someone broke their arm Mm -hmm. there's so many things and if you just post the worst case scenarios 
and the attention you get is that. But then also I look at it anytime someone calls it social media and they're not an entertainer, they're not using it properly. Because if you don't need to use this medium for whatever you're promoting, you're not creating content, you're not creating media for it. It's a social network for you. Keep up with your friends and family that you don't speak to. Putting media out there now leads to people just posting reactionary things in the moment and having the, I think a lot of people right now, it's thoughts and opinions versus beliefs. And there's nothing wrong with thoughts and opinions. The difference is, is your opinion adding to the overall conversation of something? And is your thought a hateful thought that thought crimes aren't real, but the moment you write it out, it does become a reality and such like that. And then me just doing a lot of stuff with keeps me moving. And I've told this to a few people recently and they've gone like a little sad with it, but it is the, I stay so busy that like the bottom of my to-do list every day, I do not write it out. Uh, it's just kill myself, legitimately kill myself. But if I stay busy enough, I'll never get to the bottom of the to-do list. I'll keep pushing it off till the next day. And it was like, I was one of the people that I didn't think I would live past 27. And it wasn't because of like, living recklessly or I had cancer or something. It was just, I realized I didn't want to be alive. There's multiple times that I didn't self-harm or have the full suicidal ideation, but I had the thought of not wanting to be around, not wanting to be alive. Even though I didn't want to kill myself, I didn't want to be alive. So there's a middle ground in there that's a straight line. And then there's like two instances in my actual life of that. And then it's just the, I I like also telling people to tell people to fuck off. That's a new thing for me. And when people don't give a valid reason of why they're keeping someone in their life and someone that they don't even know anymore, it's just a voice in their head of hatred. Fuck off. Do shit for yourself. You need to be selfish in the world because it's your responsibility to eat, drink, pay your bills, sleep. That's a new thing. But that's then the thing. But that's the other a, that's thing, a big thing from COVID, not to interrupt you, but that's yeah. definitely a big thing that's been influenced from COVID. People are definitely looking to themselves first. And I think they you have to, especially now. Well, I go a lot of people aren't actively doing that. They're got like my favorite thing of just seeing tweets of how many people think that their opinion is hidden under their language when it's very clear. Like I just saw an exchange about trans rights with ed the sock where he's just like why does it even matter and someone commented well listen here ed it's because i don't want to believe he's talking to a sock puppet like he's addressing <laughs> the sock puppet by ed the sock who's muppeted by some random dude who i've actually met before i have a picture with ed the sock and iron sheet very weird and uh, iron cheek it makes it weird it's in a jewish family's basement also it just gets weirder <laughs> But but he's saying how these pronouns aren't are imaginary while talking to a sock. Like just seeing the <laughs> idiocracy of people that's just like you're doing the thing right now. Yeah. And yeah. and then just like it's the difference of people mistake selfish with self-centered. Self-centered is expecting help. If it's it's hard to ask for help, but you can't the hardest thing in it. the world to do. Yes. So having that, and there's people that just expect, well, if I ask for this, I should get it. And it's like, why? Especially in wrestling right now, I think a lot of people are realizing we've let fans in too much behind the scenes that like, if they have a question, they don't deserve the answer. Because just because you have a question, like your child, if it's 
two and it asks how our baby's born. Are you going to be honest? Because they don't even know what any of the things are you're about to describe it. So it's withholding information and especially for your entertainment value. Like there's all these like little things of just realizing the how much time and energy is wasted. And that's why people are exhausted. Like this is the last part I'll put on it. But I think commercials like targeted ads have ruined people's sense of awareness of other people. Huh. Because like out of everyone on this chat, I'm assuming we're not going to use a tampon. But I need to see a tampon commercial every now and then because I need stuff that isn't targeted at a 30-year-old white dude. Like, <laughs> I need to go. There's other people in the world. And not enough people have those. They have targeted ads and Amazon listening in. And so then I'm living in their own cocoon. Yeah. And yeah. they're all focused on that. And it is the fact of, I think that there's levels to crimes. Murder is worse than assault. But, like, there's... I like peanut butter. I'm allergic to peanut butter. I don't like peanut butter. No matter what, peanut butter's on the shelf. It's up to you to avoid it or not indulge with it. And a lot of people are indulging too much. Hmm. So I type my stuff and then I run away. <laughs> <laughs> the weather's go. getting better. I can go on long walks and get lost again. Oh no! Come on. If you if you don't want good weather, come to Thunder Bay. We've been having some doozies. Uh, <laughs> but no, you, you were talking earlier when people were you know when they're they're stating their opinions and their beliefs online. What what a lot of people miss is there's an acronym and it's think, and it's uh, the word think broken down to is T. The T is is it true? So when you mm -hmm. when you're going to post something, think about it. So is it true? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Uh, is it necessary? And then lastly, is it kind? I like the word um, and, kind. And and that's the thing, right? So people don't think when they're posting something mm -hmm. and they just they throw they throw hate or rhetoric out there. Um, and they and especially you were talking to the, the guy engaging with Ed Zasak about trans rights. And and the my my funniest take on that is that rights are not pie. Just because a trans person gets more yeah. doesn't mean I get less. It's it's not pie, it doesn't work that way. Um I, you know, just because they get rights, I still have mine. Right. So nothing's being taken away. So it's it's interesting how the whole thing blows up. And, and I think you're 100 percent right on the targeted ads. And we saw that with uh, um, Bud Light. Right. Like um, the, the trans influencer gets yeah. a can that is so limited edition. He she sorry. She is literally the only person that has that can. And people, <laughs> people are up at arms about it. It's like, what the hell? Like, I mean, I don't I don't drink mediocre beer. I drink premium beer. <laughs> Um, but I went and bought a case of Bud Light just because, and I can have six of them and not get drunk. So it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but, understand. Uh, like I, I don't yeah. trauma compare because the worst thing that's ever happened yeah. to you is the worst thing. But yeah. like when I see people complaining about stuff that doesn't affect, yeah. like someone tried to argue with me over children in Florida and I stopped him and I went, neither of us are parents. Neither of us are in Florida. Yeah. I'm not, I don't care about this conversation <laughs> and just seeing people that are care so much about like random stuff. It's like, yeah, like get a hobby. There's so many video game <laughs> systems now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Think do for you. Aurora, get you it. had your hand up to say something a few minutes ago. Yeah. yeah uh, I just really think it's a good point that people just have this trigger reaction to post mm -hmm. things and share things online. If they have a bad experience, like with a product or a person or, you know, anything. And they're, you know, they're out there giving their opinion and all their followers see it. And if someone shares, someone else sees it. And, you know, 
it's unfortunate that poor opinions like that can be easily shared. Mm -hmm. Like there was this uh, one post that I saw and it was funny because it was reposted because someone was like, Oh, this person is being like really stupid. Um, but uh, essentially it was like this product that uh, was like an ice cream brand. And this person's like, Oh my gosh, um, I got this vanilla ice cream from this, uh, this, this brand for the first time. And there's all these little black flecks in it. I don't recommend the product. It's very terrible. Um, I don't feel safe eating it and, and stuff like that. Right. So they went on this whole rant about how the product was bad because it had the little black, you know, vanilla bean flex in the ice cream. Um, But there's people out there that probably read that post and was like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't get that brand. Right. And it's unfortunate that people who, you know, haven't thought about it, like you said, and haven't, um, really fully understood <laughs> the yeah. situation that they're in and they're so reactive to post uh, about it and share with all these people, right? Well, well um, also the it's... fact in that story, they didn't take responsibility that, yeah, your ice cream's vanilla, but it's vanilla bean. It's not yeah. just straight vanilla. Yeah. You yeah. It. And, and, and I've had that ice cream. It's fucking delicious. Oh it's my God. Awesome. It's the best vanilla ice cream you <laughs> can get. It is amazing. It's the Briars. If anybody listening, it's the vanilla bean <laughs> and the the briars in the black container. Um, it's the it's the made with real cream. It is amazing. It's literally the best vanilla ice cream you will ever have. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm I, having vanilla ice cream. I'm having a vanilla bean ice cream because yeah. that's like the real vanilla. But yeah, you know it's you funny, know. <laughs> Brendan. You made the comment earlier how people are all in their little cocoon is how I paraphrased it, right? And you only Mm -hmm. see the things you want to see. Everybody adjusts their own security and privacy settings on Facebook and everywhere you go. If I see an ad I don't want to see, I say, I don't want to see this anymore. It learns what you want to see and you end up seeing just the stuff that you want to see. But of course, stupid posts always get the most shares. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Engagement. And engage. Well, shares firstly, because with more shares, you're getting more people seeing it. And the more people that see it, the more stupid people latch onto it and the more stupid people share it again. And then you end up, you know, in idiocracy, the movie, like where everybody's just an idiot. And there's one one person (laughs) who's the smartest person on earth. And that's, that's my fears. And that's what I see happening. And I'm going to say most of our viewers are from the United States, but I see it like crazy yeah. down there right now yeah. uh, in the South specifically just nuts the way things are going. Um, I mean, yeah. and that's uh, a generalization. I think, then, I think there not needs everybody. to be a age. Uh, sorry. I think there needs to be a maximum age for politicians. Cause there's like that minimum to be a president. Like, I think if you're over 60, you shouldn't be allowed. Like if two generations removed from you are like in college university, you shouldn't be allowed at that point. You need to still be in internally there but sorry i cut you off aurora yeah no worries no worries i feel like all i was gonna say was like that's a generalization that you know people in the u.s behave a certain way or or whatever especially people Mm -hmm. in the south and it may be the majority but um you know whether it's the minority or the majority it's just something i see right and and it's something that is very different than the culture that i'm used to yes (laughs) mind you i mean there's a lot of stupid here i'm not saying there's not a lot of stupid here i'm just like (sighs) There's stupid everywhere. I mean, humans are stupid. Anywho, um, this brings (laughs) me to my question about the non-player characters comment, because um, that conversation that we had, how, you know, you see the world as NPCs and everybody, you said that Shelly and I are no longer NPCs. And to be honest with you, I felt pretty honored about that. 
<laughs> I thought that was pretty awesome. Um, but it's true. I mean, this is a protection mechanism, I think, that we, we get where you don't want to let people who are damaging to you in any way, shape, or form, whether it's they're, they're screwing you by promising you things and not showing up or, you know, being a douchebag where you didn't expect them to or, you know, whatever it may be, whatever those reasons are. Uh, it's a protection mechanism for people. Is that how you see that? No, Google Glass screwed it me up. I can't remember names. Oh, <laughs> so Wait, I, what? I, I so Google Glass was supposed to come out like twelve years ago. I had a little uh, camera, or a little like monitor in the side thing. Look, some Star Trek, and you're like, oh, it will like load up people's Facebook profiles. And I didn't realize this till a few years ago, but my brain definitely went add everyone on Facebook. Don't need to remember them. Mm. Like you will be reminded it's okay. And it never happened. And then I just like, I, I got called in at my workplace. Uh, someone was stealing a bunch of cell phones and I got pulled into security and they asked me, Oh, do you know how someone would uh, steal phones? And I chuckled. I said, I have a background in magic. I, I have tactics that they don't know about. Uh, and then they're like, is there any of your coworkers that you would suspect? I'm like, I'm gonna be honest. They're all non-playable characters to me. I don't know any of their names. I'm not interested in the side quest. And then I walked out of there and I thought it was so funny. So I told a few people. <laughs> and then like within the last five years, I realized like, oh, wait a minute. That might be some uh, like sociopathic behaviors. And now though, I added the side quest portion of it because I was joking at a comedy show and someone went, I've been going on a lot of side quests lately. And like the two side quests they mentioned were wild. <laughs> Uh, so I'm hoping to have him on my podcast when I restart it up in a couple months. Uh, just yeah. side quest with Izzy. But, well, uh, here's the here's the thing about a side quest, though your your journey isn't always a straight line. Sometimes there are side quests, and sometimes they're fun. And I thought on set of the show, you said something about weird, and hey, like here at Expressions, we like weird. So well, uh, I like the way I that you, I like the way that you just said that because literally yeah. in the past month, I've had the thought of like I feel like I've done all the side quests i need to complete the story to get the achievement unlocked now in the game there you go like i don't Perfect. think my game's over i think there's a sequel but now i'm figuring out what the end game of this is there you go so I'm, enjoy I'm enjoying the video game references here i'm, I'm following along How old are you, Sean? <laughs> uh, i'm gonna be 29 this year oh, okay okay a, fuck he's an old so man. 94 Yes. Uh, 92. I just turned yeah. 30. Nice. Yeah. So, <laughs> hard so the, 30, the, the interesting thing is you said NPCs at the beginning and, and um, I've got my department manager for uh, one of my departments at work is a gamer. And uh, we were talking about somebody and I said, man, if this is a video game, that'd be an NPC. <laughs> and he starts <laughs> laughing. That was like two days ago. We we're talking about NPCs. So it's funny that it came up today. So and, <laughs> and then course. we made a nod to it. We made a nod to it that the eleven-year-old kid Why not? did get stabbed apparently for calling yeah. someone a uh, NPC. Yeah. yeah, and it yeah. wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> I can yeah. look. I was talking with Shelly about that. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah, I I want to talk about that for a bit because like I never knew that NPC like maybe I'm not on the internet enough, but I never knew that NPC was used as an insult to people. So when I saw this article, I was like, what? Like, yeah. how does that even you know, make sense? Entitlement, my friend Aurora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but 
I don't know. I, I mean, I use it all the time when, when I play D&D. Yeah. Like, NPC is, you know, yeah. non-player characters. Yeah, but you're, you're not walking up to someone and, and saying, you're just an NPC. I don't want to talk to you. But in, interesting. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know the whole context. So I, I heard that an 11-year-old kid got stabbed, but I don't know what the context was. Like, was it an older person? Did the person even know what an NPC was? Yeah, so right. I read the article. It was, uh, I think, of like a 29-year-old yeah guy oh, okay. um and so he was just a jerk gotcha yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh yeah. yeah he just reacted very poorly and yeah. then chased the kid into the dollar store or something like that yeah. and stabbed him yeah dollar much. general i thought yeah um, that's that's wild but uh yeah 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 it's definitely wild i like again i didn't know it was a an insult but um i can see I, how I someone can make an it. insult if people go because i used to tell people i got a scale and this is why when you said you were honored to not be an NPC, there's a scale I have. And on one side, and unfortunately for me, the side's getting bigger because the Grinch grew, part grew three sizes. But there's a, a, a sign of like love. And then on the other side, there's an equal hate to where four years ago, that hate would be me telling the person to go screw themselves, me going directly to the person, telling them I don't like them. Now it's just gone. They do not exist in my universe. Like, I don't care if they're breathing or not. They just don't exist. And then in the middle of this rainbow, it's just indifference. People that just exist. And you can rain on the scale, but it's just, I don't have the time for all these collections. And someone went, oh, that hurt. And then I had to ask him, what are your qualifications for being in the other two categories? Because you're starting to lean towards the hate category. <laughs> <laughs> Sell yourself, boy. Sell yourself. The, uh, Nash you Bridges had a quote once I said to a crew member, and very much in an asshole way, but uh, just said, don't make me learn your name when they screwed up. Oh, boy. That's an insult I've used. Yeah. I feel yeah, like nice. I feel like the worst insult that I've ever used was calling somebody or comparing somebody to Aquaman. I feel like that's a pretty big insult in my world. <laughs> yeah, nerd. Yeah, yeah, Aqu Aquaman or Shazam. <laughs> yeah, just useless characters yeah. for no reason, just filler basically. So, <laughs> um, yeah. But like that being said, that whole situation was. Yeah, really ridiculous. Um, the poor kid. Yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously now, the kid was being insulting did, did he, to that person. Did he, that was did a he survive? Did the so, child survive? Here's the story. On Wednesday, March 22nd, Joshua Fedorov and his 11-year-old friend yelled at a stranger identified as 29-year-old Joshua David Pence in a report by Fox 13 Seattle. The kids called Pence an NPC, and Pence allegedly responded by brandishing a knife and chasing the kids into a Dollar Tree store. According to the report, Pence stabbed the 11-year-old multiple times, injuring his liver and his lung. The 11-year-old was hospitalized but has survived the attack and is back home. Now that poor child has learned something. Well, he, he learned that not all characters he thinks are NPCs are actually well, NPCs. Right? He's learned there are repercussions for words. Yeah. Now, and, and I'm not saying this is a good thing, and I absolutely am not saying it's a good thing, but in my lifetime – if you said something stupid to somebody, you got punched. I right? was a hit upside the head. You yeah. got told. I gave a kid a look one time on a bus. And as he was leaving the bus, that's all I gave him, a look. I looked in the back of the bus. He was there. And as he was walking out, he punched me in the eye. And for no reason as far as I knew, but apparently it's because he thought I gave him the look. Like, 
the fuck is really what I was thinking. <laughs> anyway, that sounds like a saying from that sounds like a saying from when I was in high school. Everybody who was uh, who had a big mouth, they were uh, they were referred to as talk shit, get hit. So if you talk shit, you got to beat him. <laughs> the, go. the problem I see with the way things are changing is humans are humans. They have been humans since we were created, right? The way our brains work, the way we react to things, we have to fight those things to be nice. I'm not wrong in this. Nope. We have to fight those urges of being a human to be nice. And when the people don't fight those urges, they're dicks and they do things impulsively. And humans could be the worst creature on earth. So what do you mean? It's good. Be? It's good for somebody to learn that there are repercussions and the way yeah. that the world is changing where there's politically correctness and there's, you know, woke yeah. and there's this and there's that. And like even uh, Morgan Freeman will go and say that there shouldn't even be racism. As long as we're talking about racism, there's still racism. Like, yeah. we got to get past this shit. We got to just. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm so frustrated with it. Yeah. Sorry. I just my, my favorite term these days is fuck around and find out. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, but now, now you're you know. you're thrown in jail because you're going to a car show. I mean, right? right. Hey, can't... never happened to me. I, you know, hey. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too soon, Brian. Too soon. Yeah. Now, I mean, if his car, if if your car is fast enough, you just don't need to worry about it because you just go. I'm See, kidding. that's not even true anymore am, because now I they'll get your kidding. camera, they'll take your picture, I'm and they'll know your kidding. license, and they'll <laughs> barcode the back of your neck. And anyway. Um, I'm not really a conspiracy a, theorist There's already a barcode there. I just, I'm just a I have realist. a friend that's a tattoo artist. So. <laughs> all right. Uh, Brendan, let's talk about something funny. Comedy. Comedy. Now, this is something that I was shocked when I first saw you were doing comedy shows. How many comedy shows have you done now? Uh, I've done about, in this run that I did, probably... I was at 30, I think, just about. And then I took a little break since January, changing some stuff around and just uh, figuring out, like, literally, I'm in a weird phase of my life right now that I, I just found notes of what I wanted my week to look like in 2017. But also, like, I found a Tim Ferriss Tools of the Titans book I was reading at the same time. And I realized, like, I'm now doing most of the stuff I said on that list, even though it took me six years and different ways around it. But it's mm -hmm. like... Oh shit! Okay, but if I stuck with it back then, and not regretting, just going, okay, I waste some time, but dust yourself up, get up again. Yeah. So with comedy, at least it's I've done it seven times before I started in uh, September. Uh, I knew my buddy Kobe Durst was doing comedy, and he invited me out to one of his mics, and it was fun. And then I did it, and I don't know how to half-ass something, so I did it a lot. And then, uh, yeah, it was it was a good way of coping because my dad passed away that month before. And I realized, like, I never had more fun because I was laughing. I was talking to John Greed, who started up with me. And uh, I was like, tell me the next mic you're going to. I don't want to perform. I just want to be around the energy. And it's just like I was going through so much, like, just feeling not included in my family and choices that were being made and finding out things that were withheld from me hmm. to just like controlling and laughing and stuff like that. So it was such a juxtaposition. Yeah. You went through some hard times for sure. And I'm glad that the comedy was there to help you through that. And I know another way that you were able to work your way through that was in a certain wrestling match. Was there only one? Or did you have several matches that you felt were cathartic? Well, 
there's only been the I I don't remember if it was uh before August, but I was definitely on a streak of I didn't like most of my matches that were happening. And uh there was just like I knew it could have been better, or there was just something that and I just realized like I just wasn't in a good headspace. Cause uh I had the match against Ben as Brendan Caulfield. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed the hell out of that match. And then I just was in a rut because I was in my head. And I think I was also focusing on comedy. So I wasn't able to like be happy with uh, my wrestling. And then I wrestled John Greed at a different show. That was a fun one. And then I started enjoying wrestling again. I finally got to tell the finish of the story with Van Landon. I'm happy with my work at PWO. Um, yeah, when you say it was fun, um, we should clarify just a little bit what fun is entitled is entailing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't wear knee pads, that's straight knee to face. Straight knee to face, and now you guys were hitting like this wasn't okay. So just to set up the thing, your father passed away. How soon before this match? uh this was saturday i found him sunday so almost a week there you go within a week of your father i, I booked away. this match while looking up at uh the stairs and seeing his feet there waiting for the corners to come pick him up oh i was like God. sean i need to wrestle uh, i need to wrestle not this sean the sean gibson sean from barry wrestling i was like can me and ben to beat the shit out of each other on saturday cool so that's pretty much what it was. Uh, you both agreed before the match that this is this is what you need, and you went at it. And I think afterward, Ben collapsed in the bathroom and had a concussion. Yeah, homie got a real bad concussion. I, I normally the if a wrestler gets hurt during a match, the other wrestler will go with them to the hospital. The hospital because this was still August. The hospital was still under COVID rules, but I did say I don't think I can handle going to the hospital. I've seen enough dead bodies in the past week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you didn't need to, and Ben was fine. Like this is this is Big Ben is a solid dude. Like he is one of the so best good. trainers. Uh, it's just a really great guy. I've known Ben for years, and he went into this knowing what he was getting into. Right? Um, not to say that getting right. a concussion. And, is fun. and I I appreciate the effort he put in. I yeah. reflecting back, I look at I should have done this match, and then I should have just taken a break from everything instead of not taking a break and then hitting a wall in March. Yeah. And this goes back to what you were saying about how you, you take on a lot of things that you, you, you might get overwhelmed and not be able to fulfill possibly. Right? Yeah. I know I did the same thing. I, I think we all might fall into that trap from time to time. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I do that often. I actually started a camera club and I had all these great intentions for it and, and just all of a sudden, it was just like, no, too much. And I just backed away yeah. completely. You have to protect yourself. And I'm glad and especially that you... when you're creative and it's the creating mm -hmm. the artwork that you would want or like that club of like, oh, this would be a great club. And then realizing, oh, I don't have the bandwidth and energy for this at this moment. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. I wish someone else would do this and not me. Or at least yeah. give me a little help. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're a one man show, you do what you got to do. Yeah. It's just like yourself, right? You're, you're a one man show. You're just trying to make it work. Yeah, um, I just uh, I put up all that to do because I see there's 24 hours in a day of why not. And I do recently, I, I have said that I think more people need to experience some sort of burnout because they haven't even tried and they've given up already. 
that if they've tried and tried and tried, and then it's the, you don't need to write a novel. You can write a short play or a short novel, a short story. You can write a line a day. Like people put these unrealistic expectations. I always say, no matter what, I'll never be a seven foot tall dude. If my life depends on me being a seven foot tall dude, I'm not going to live a fulfilled life. And even recently, so this has been a thought. At what age can we stop saying they died young? Mm. I think 25. I think after 25, it's like they could have had so much more, but young isn't the word I'm putting with them. And I go into when people go, oh, their life wasn't full or anything. There's different glasses. I'm not going to have a jug of tequila. I'm just going to have a little two-ounce shot a few times. But then having a pint of beer or something that whatever your cup is, that's what it's filled up to. And do people get a smaller cup sometimes? Yeah. But then going into the unfulfilled promises, it is a fact of consistency. If you falter once, okay. If you falter multiple times, and then did you take acknowledgement on any of those falters? That's what, uh, I don't know if I posted that portion today, but I might post it tomorrow. And it is the, there are no winners and losers. If you fail and you think you're a failure, that's the wrong way of thinking. Failures are the best, fails are the best learning experiences. If you let that define you, you are defining yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Only winners and losers are if you're breathing or not breathing. That's my minimum. That's where the line (laughs) is. And then can you get out of bed? Are you on a ventilator? Like quality of life, okay. But is there a life? Is there a heartbeat? Because the only loser is the one not breathing anymore. And not a derogatory term. They just didn't have any more coins for the arcade machine. (laughs) I really like what you were saying about... um, you know, burnout, experiencing burnout, and um, I guess pushing yourself to, to that limit. I think that's important that everybody should push themselves further. Um, but then again, uh, you're also saying that, you know, you only have so much to give, you only have so much of a cup to fill. Um, you know, I actually, a while ago, I had, I, I did therapy, I've done therapy multiple times throughout my life, because there's a lot, you know, that you experience in life. And I, I truly believe that is something. But one one of the things that's always stuck with me um, is that there's something called emotional and mental spending, mm-hmm. right? You only get so much money coming in. You only have so many resources to work with. And if you're spending too much, you're overusing that yep. uh, mentally, that mental space, that uh, emotional space, and you can get burned out or, you know, you can have a crisis or whatever it may be. And I think I call them little heartbreaks. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important that um, people know that there has to be a limit to what you can yeah. do and um, yeah. what you can handle. And it's important to like choose your yourself in these situations. I think Even a if lot it of means people are cutting somebody out of your yeah. life or, or whatever, it, 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 it has to happen for you. If, I, if that's I, what's important. I think a lot yeah. of people now, they don't, they don't compare someone's better than them or something, but they compare I should have whatever they have, if it's a following, a skill set, whatever, but not realizing different people can balance different things. And then you don't see someone for 24 hours in a day, so you don't know what they're doing. And it is, uh, see, that's why I like referring to it as bandwidth of just like all that energy and everything, just bandwidth. I thought you were going to go into the spoon theory, which was kind of what you did with the how many spoons can you uh, use a day? There's so many like little things like that that <clears throat> people don't realize. 
Yeah. But it's also, it's also, when, when you're talking about that, it's the, the emotional bank and whatnot. It's also, if somebody tells you, you know, sorry, I don't have time, you don't start going, oh, well, you know, uh, what time do you get off work and what else do you have to do? It's it's not it's yeah. not that like you, you said, everybody has 24 hours in a day and um, I could literally go to work for eight hours today um, it was eight and a half. But I could work for eight hours today um, and then say, hey, you know, guys, I don't have time to do the show tonight. And, and why I don't have time is because I have no more time in my day that I'm willing to give up. Um, because mm -hmm. my emotional bank might be drained and I need time to recharge. Um, it's, I, I say to my staff all the time, if, if I call you and ask you if you'd like to pick up a shift, I do not expect you to pick up a shift. I appreciate it when you do, but I do not expect you to. Um, if you tell me, no, I can't, that's all I need. I don't need a big, long, convoluted explanation as to why and, you know, I'm bathing my dog or, um, you know, I'm, I've got dinner date with my mother. It, it doesn't matter to me what you've got going on. You've told me no, and I respect that. And I done. was going to say that's called respect. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's it. Like I don't need an explanation, and I'm never going to go. Oh, are you sure? I could really use you in. I, I'm not that kind of guy. And if if you're scheduled today and you phone me, go, Mark, I can't make it in. Uh, I'm not feeling well. That's all I need. I'm done. Like I don't I don't need more. You you're not feeling well. If you're really not feeling well, I don't need you to spread it around. If it's a mental thing, same right. I, I hope you don't do it too often because it, it sucks being short, but hey, we deal. We deal with it. That's what we do. So I've noticed a lot of people don't really accept no. They question no, but yes goes unquestioned. Like, oh, do you want to come to the movies on Tuesday? Sure. Oh, no. Uh, no, sorry. Thanks for the offer. Why can't you come? What you don't want to. And then the worst one I hate is who else will be there? I don't like when people... I'm I'm in this annoyed little phase right now of anytime people like post uh, wishing for best thoughts or prayers or stuff like that, that it's like, unless you're saying what someone's intentions for, maybe it's a weird manifestation thing that I didn't even realize till the second, but until like you're not focused on something and it's vague, any thoughts or well wishes are really going nowhere. Uh, and then it's just the fact of it feels like you're trying to get attention but you don't, you either feel guilty about it or subconsciously you don't want to let everyone know. So why let everyone question and be concerned and such like that? And then the other part is when people go, what do we think of this? And especially if it's like someone's t-shirt they're wearing as like their own stuff. It's like, it's not about what we think. What do you think? It is your words. Bless you, Aurora. Thank you. <laughs> And those are your four, by the way. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, and it is just seeing, but also if someone likes something and loves something, I don't need them to tell me why. They'll get to that. Their voice will get a little higher. They'll start talking faster. It's fucking adorable listening to someone talk about something they love. If it's a hobby, entertainment, a partner, it's so amazing to hear. But when someone doesn't like something, I will question, why don't you like that? And maybe that's just the critical entertainer in me of if you don't like this i want to not give you that i want to give you less of that and most people won't say why they don't like something when at the end of the day they don't want to admit something's not for them and everything in entertainment i related to because we've already sworn enough that there's all these porn categories you don't have to look at all of them find your own stuff enjoy that but if it's not for you 
don't criticize it because that's for someone else. And there's 10,000 views on that one video. So that might be a decent one if you want to switch it up. For somebody. Yeah. Maybe not for you. No, I used Tumblr before. And then no <laughs> porn. December 18, 2018. I was going to get that tattooed on me. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, Tumblr was great for porn because you didn't know if you were getting a video, a pick set, or a Vine compilation. Then you question yourself of what you finished at. <laughs> uh, I'm so confused. <laughs> so good. How do you think my brain works? <laughs> Duct tape and gum. Duct tape and gum. Yeah, MacGyver. <laughs> yeah. There's got to be a tooth. There's got to be a toothpick in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, speaking That's of behind the, way, the ear, the way your brain works, um, barely new wrestling persona. Ooh, yeah. Um, I don't know anything about this. I saw you <laughs> alluding to some stuff. Do you want to talk about it? Do you want to move past it? Do you want to get to it? Did you watch time? the video that made people a little irritated with me? I don't think I did. Uh, I, I basically said everything someone would say if they're retiring or quitting. But I didn't say I was retiring or quitting. And then I legitimately cried at the end while Frank Sinatra's My Way's playing. And it took me an hour to get that sad and then a week and a half to get over the depression I caused myself. But uh, yeah, people said, oh, you really method act that. I said, yeah, heavy on the meth. But uh, <laughs> no, no, I've not done meth yet. Uh, so, yet. hey, the year is young. Hey, don't count uh, it, right? Yeah, hey, Stay away no, from the one, no one's allowed to say if I ever murder someone, I never expected it. They should be like, only that few. Um, hey, this, this, <laughs> this, this goes back to my belief that if you understand what a human is capable of, nothing they do should ever surprise somebody. You, uh, a human and being am, cannot surprise me. You I am fully aware me. of everything as a human yeah. capable. So if I hear that yeah. you've killed somebody, I'll just be thankful it wasn't me. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's right. Selfish, not self-centered. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. It, it was it was Mark. Yeah, it's all right. He's good. <laughs> sorry, it wasn't was me. We're good. The new uh, persona. Let's get back to that. Uh, so now I'm just going like the creepy thing has been cool, but realizing like when something's hot enough, keep on the back burner. And then the great thing about that character was the fact that because he's he's a monster that can be defeated and the curse of him is once you defeat me in my like full monster stage you now know what you're capable of and you have to live the rest of your wrestling career with that in the back of your mind it's very much like venom in that regard but um the new thing is i'm just tired I'm tired i want to smoke cigars while driving a truck and just talking honest truth like the next uh the taglines i'm getting over right now are making you believe in a world of make-believe because it's professional wrestling and entertainment in general. Uh, and then the other side of it is I've spent so much time putting love and care into everyone else that I didn't have enough for me. So I'm going to start loving me. And if you consider me not wasting my energy on you as me hating you, then that's where it's going to go. I'm just focused on me. Awesome. I can't wait to see how it turns out. I really can't. I, I want to see you wrestle again in this new persona. I want to see the change. I want to see the shift. I want to see the reaction of the fans to it. I, I that's what I love about wrestling is is you can do anything. If you can think it literally you can, you can it. do anything. Literally. And it's phenomenal. I love it. 
anyway, that's a whole different conversation we can get into. But I'm I'm glad you let me in a little bit on that. Thank you yeah. so much for it. It's um, uh, the I call it. It's it's Tony Soprano meets Fifty Cent meets a corrupt uh, town sheriff. That's the oh, new shit. Holden Albright. <laughs> oh, that'll be awesome. Okay, um, now I know that one more thing I want to get into before we let you go. Um, you've done a couple movies recently. I done one movie. One I, movie. Uh, I I started doing so. I did some double stuff for uh, Tales from the Territory last year, and then I've always been on this like background actors page thing, and then I I clicked it, and I ended up doing some background work last week. Met some great people. Saw uh saw something that I I found out later on. There's an NDA, so luckily I only shared stuff on my close friends feed. But now <laughs> I'm I'm doing some background work for like a Disney produced show tomorrow. I'm just like, oh, this is cool. But also, like, I shaved my beard off, but I didn't tell them yet. So I might be sent home tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, be- I... Beard, beards and hair they can put on. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna remind folks. Disney shoot tomorrow. <laughs> That's awesome. Love it. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here with us again this week. Um, before oh, we let thanks you go, for having me. I want to say, do any of you guys have any questions for Brendan before we say goodnight? No, I, I, I feel just bad. Don hasn't talked. <laughs> this is what we do. He'll he'll yeah. chime in when there's something he wants to say. Yeah. No, I just want to say thanks for being here. I know you are our first, I mean, obviously, other than episode zero, you were episode one of Expressions of Podcast. So uh, it's great to have you back on. I always enjoy talking to you. So I got to come here. back next year and let's see what uh, 12 months from now looks <laughs> nice. like. Yeah, right. Nice. We'll get you back for sure. Sean? Um, dude, it's it's been uh, nothing but a pleasure to talk to you. And again, this is the first time I'm meeting, uh, I guess, because Ryan was on the show before me and we love Ryan. We love Ryan, right? <laughs> we, we love, love Ryan. Ryan. Oh yeah, we love Ryan. We love Ryan. <laughs> the episode we, we never aired today. We never had to fire him over a Wiggles uh, incident, but no, yes, that's, uh, true. <laughs> that's preserved for you, Sean. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just want to say because um, I know what it's like uh, to lose, to lose, you know, a dad, and uh, I lost mine eleven years ago, so I know how um, it feels. To, uh, same to you, man. It's I know it's a, it's a bummer, and you know, I, I was gonna say I respect the fact that. You know the same week that it happened that you were you know wrestling you were back in the ring man and for me it took me at least two or three months to put my ass back on the board and throw yeah. myself down some stairs you know but when i did it i attacked it like full force so i respect the fact that you did that within a week of just finding that dude like that's that to me is like the ultimate strength that you can you know still do what you love and you know power through all your feelings man so that's you, you've just uh you know, you become my idol, basically. So. I, well, I appreciate that, Sean. Send me a message on whatever social media. I want to have you on my podcast, Dead Parent Society. <laughs> Down, dude. I'm game. <laughs> you should check out his uh, his other podcast as well called Planet Pointless, Brendan. Planet Pointless. Send me the link in a DM, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever. Hell sure. yeah, dude. You yeah, just yeah. have like a look that I'm intrigued. <laughs> I don't know what I'm intrigued for. I, I'm reading the book by the cover and I'm buying the book. I'm not even like perusing <laughs> through it. I don't know if it's a color book. Could be nothing. Could just be a journal. But I'm interested. Oh, well, I'll get Brian to send you his uh, his favorite episode. And then from there, me and you will have a nice chat. Okay, okay. I, I look forward to being on your podcast. Yeah, it's it's going to be a good time. <laughs> cool. Aurora? Um, Just like 
thanks for being on again. I always love your insightful opinions about life and, and stuff like that. I think it's really interesting. Um, not many people in, I guess, our age group, you know, 30 somethings um, or late 29s, uh, think that deeply about things. Um, and I think that it's important that people should be thinking that way. It's scary um, to go deep. Yeah, it is scary to go deep, but um, I think it's important that uh, that you you're sharing on this level um, with so many people. Like, I mean, you share things on social media and stuff like that, and that hopefully that inspires other people to be that same way. Right? I share too much. OnlyFans.com/slash Holden all night. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No porn on there yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got it. I, I had the name but, of Holden All Night in my head. I needed that OnlyFans uh, bio immediately. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I think it's important for people to think that deeply. And it, this goes back to the topic at, right at the beginning of the show that um, before you share something, before you you know formulate opinion and broadcast it to people, it's it's important that you think about it deeply. Yeah. Um, and then when you talk about it, you should also talk about it deeply as well. So, you, yeah. you gotta tweet and delete sometimes, or at least tweet draft. <laughs> yes, exactly. I deleted my Twitter. <laughs> Got rid of that shit. Um, actually, it's funny when we when we look back, your challenge for the last episode that you were on was ask why. Yeah, right. And you're still doing it. Um, I have more respect than you know for you. And for Aww. your openness and for your ability to talk about how you feel and be open about it and be real about it. That's helped me a lot by watching your posts and stuff like that. So I, I know that you are, uh, you have a different way of, of digesting and uh, thinking about things. And I, I love it. Absolutely love it. And I love talking to you. And I know we don't Can get we to talk, talk about wrestling. the last conversation we had, which <laughs> So, um, the answer is yes. I don't know. I've, uh, so I've gone to like, if a message isn't a priority, I'm not going to get to it immediately. Oh, and, uh, Brian comes up to me and I was just hanging out at the last bear show. I wasn't even uh, on the show. And he's like, Brennan, can I talk to you for a second? I'm like, sure. Give me just a minute. And then I get to him. He's like, so, and he like dance around. I'm like, do you think I don't like you? Cause I haven't replied to your messages. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian well, was like, "Yeah." Well, it wasn't and, that I thought you didn't like me. It was that I thought you didn't like the photos from the from from going. Oh yeah, but that's still liking you. It's your talent. Ah. But uh, <laughs> literally, and I, because I want to wrap it around for this stuff. I literally said, "Like messages aren't the best way to get to me." Do you have my cell number? He said no, so I gave him my cell number. Every message for this show for the past month has been through Facebook uh, or Instagram. You have my cell number. I, I, I do I? You typed it in. I got it. okay. I'll, I'll, I'll learn from this. Thank you. Twenty-three. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting rejected in two thousand and one. <laughs> Oh, you must not have got the voicemail. So, oh, I, I'm, I'm cleaning my hair. hair. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> so this is kind of a topic that's kind of personal to me as well because the podcast group message is in uh, Facebook and I always get kind of like, Aurora, have you seen the messages? Have you seen the messages from the rest of the group? Um, and I'm like, I know. Uh, if you talk to me in person, if you talk to me in person or text me, that's the best way to, to get in contact with me because I hardly check messenger Yo, some group chats though some group chats are so bad 
I'm not going to name names, but a wrestler pulled themselves off a show this weekend because a group chat annoyed them. <laughs> Oh <laughs> wow! And I, and when I was told that reason, I asked, "Wait, we can do that?" <laughs> I got I got added to a work chat, a work group chat, and I was like, oh, "Another one." Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, you have my number? Yes, I, I have do. limited opinions uh, of use that, it. I, I, I feel your energy, Mark. Yes. I was just gonna say that yeah. explains why Aurora was late to the Sean almost getting arrested party today. So. Yes, I, I saw I admit, all the I've videos fallen. and I'm like, oh no, I have to go through these. You know what's funny? Um, you said the social media comment that you you made earlier. The social yeah, media social network. It's our social, social network. media. Social um, networking. I literally only use Facebook for social media. I, I use yeah. it for Day Tripper. I use it for Henry's. If if it's not something that I see can progress myself in people's view or something like that, I don't post. I don't post pictures that I got a new car. I don't post pictures that um, I'm having a hard time with this or that. I'm not. I'm not making posts about uh, my personal feelings about things. I see it mm-hmm. as um, how. I use it as a social network to talk to talk to my family and, yeah. and some friends and everything else is for the show or for, you know, day tripper or for yep. wrestling or for, so I, I agree with that philosophy a hundred percent. And I don't know if I'm using it right or wrong, but it kind of works for me. I'm able to control, like you say, my bandwidth a little bit better, yep. you know? So dude, I love talking. And also, whatever way you use, whatever you use is the right way to use it. I shoot There's for people me. that like being whipped. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I tried to say electrocuted, but whipped came out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just right. what you can get for $50 an hour. I'm like, <laughs> That's not I'll my kink. It. That's not my kink. <laughs> no, depends we'll have what, depends what city you're in, I suppose. Yeah. Actually, you can talk about that on Planet Pointless when Sean invites you on his podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I think the first thing I said to Sean was he should go and tell his girlfriend that he's he's hard as just because he's hard. <laughs> that on was that planet note, pointed towards yeah. a waistband. But um boom. All right, guys. Um, oh, where can people find you on social media? Uh, at Holden Pro on Twitter, I think is the best digestible version, and then uh, at Instagram's the same thing. Brennan Caulfield on Facebook, but I'm starting to really enjoy not adding people on Facebook. Like <laughs> I, I won't add like robots or like sex stuff. I'm like, okay, I get that. Well, I block, but there, but oh, there's that's all random, I add. There's some <laughs> random ones, though. Yeah, they all say marks of mutual friends, so I know it's a See? bot. Yeah. <laughs> that's, it. that's it. Yeah, the bots it's have the Re- best content. It's Rex and Mark. You two are yeah. labeled. I'm like, hey, that's a bot. Yeah. But, and, but and the best part is I've learned so much Russian. <laughs> Just where to deposit the money. <laughs> that's the only yeah. phrase you know. Yeah, all right, um, it has cost me a couple of bucks. Yeah. <laughs> but like. I'm seeing just random people there and I'm now in a mode where it's you need to deserve you have to deserve access to me. It's just not being granted. I just archive like 1300 Instagram posts and like the only fans I'm just going to use it as the stuff I post on Instagram. I'm going to post there too, except I'm going to delete it off my Instagram. It'll still live there. And then I'm using it like a newsletter. Like there's a whole business side of me now of the my social media is my free time sensitive con content yeah not comment content the newsletter would be just direct marketing once a week with some 
uh, little highlights. The OnlyFans is a free premium plus service that you will be able to buy like a match I do or a live stream or something. And then Patreon is just like, here's a bunch of podcasts. And there's over, I think over 600 podcasts on there now in the last two and a half years. And it's just like wild. Good for you. Good for you, man. Keep it up. And don't burn out. Keep protecting yourself the way you are. It's important. I'm trying to live in a cottage in the woods by 40. <laughs> oh, God. I'm 10 years too late. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you look better than me now. <laughs> yeah, you haven't seen the hat off in a long time. Anyway, uh, <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, Jean, Mark, Aurora, anything you would like to say before we say goodnight? All good. Just thanks, thanks for man. Coming on. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. And thank you again. All of you who have watched and sat through this episode, thank you as well. We really appreciate you taking the time to watch our show. Uh, We have an awesome, great time doing this thing every week. We've done it now for over two years. Uh, And thanks again to Brendan for being on episode one. And go back and check that episode out. It's one of our most viewed episodes. And uh, I'm afraid to go back to check it out. (laughs) Well, it's interesting. I I watched it. I was happier um, then. (laughs) <laughs> I watched it a little while ago, and that's kind of what inspired me to want you to come back on again because there's so much that, that has changed in your life. But your core value, your core outcome or outlook is still the same. So keep on keep on being you, dude. Keep and on I'll, keeping on. Keep on keeping on. I'll see you at the shows. And yes, talk to everybody else later. Take care. Peace. Bye-bye. Peace. Thanks, everyone. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Hold on, (laughs) you guys just chat, I'm going to mute. (laughs) <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> um.